Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hola, hola, loca amores. Welcome to season five of Locatora Radio por Casteras Peligrosas. Listen at your own risk. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella, which is just a very extra way of saying a podcast. podcast. I'm Diosa. And I am Mala. Thanks for tuning in to Capitulo 108. Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming to our weekly show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back. If you didn't notice, we are in fact a weekly show. Please tell everybody that you know. Please make sure you're hitting the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode because we're just churning them out these days every week as a weekly show does. Per my prima, she asked me, how does it feel to pop out an episode from your vagina per week? That's (laughs) not exactly how I would describe the process, but that is one way to look at it. (laughs) It, It's a birth of sorts. It's a birthing. It's a type of birthing. Not that far off. (laughs) (laughs) So last week on Locatora Radio, we discussed Cheeto Gate. We spoke with Rachel Reyes, who is a lot of things including the ex-girlfriend of the journalist who wrote the alleged expose in the LA Times 
about Richard Montañez and the origins of the chip that today we now know as the Flaming Hot Cheeto. So tune into that episode if you haven't already. It's pretty salacious and dramatic. I really had fun that episode. It's like a little bit of like, like it's like it's a little more of like a free form episode, you know, where we get into some nitty gritty topics, but it's also like a little bit of cheese, you know, which we which we love here at Locatora Radio. We respect the cheese, the community information. Oh, yeah, 100 um, percent. You know, I was actually this is not directly related, but I w- I, I sometimes like to watch on YouTube, like reels of like Whoopi Goldberg and Megan McCain, like, oh yeah, there's like so many compilations of fights from The View. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? They cover some real shit on this show. You know, of course there's the drama and there's the the, the petty and there's the gossip and here and there, but The View is covering some hard hitting topics with nuance. And I was like, you know what? You know what? If we or something like The View with less fighting and less pettiness, I will say. I'm happy with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely um, less Meghan McCain, obviously. No Meghan um, McCain. No, no Meghan McCain at all. <laughs> um, but no, I agree with you. You know, I like a well-rounded, like we're well-rounded people. We're not yes. just like news, 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 theory, no. theory, theory. We're like fun. We want to laugh. We want to learn. Yes. We want some cheese, man. We want some drama. You know, like it doesn't have to be look up epistemologies every single episode. And that's what I love about us. And I think that that's also why our listeners, our locamores come back every week. I agree with that. I agree with that. That being said, you know the drill. We have some updates, some housekeeping. Number one, follow us across socials everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, Clubhouse is kind of dead, but it's still a thing. So I don't know. You can find us on there, but we're at Locatora <laughs> underscore radio. And of course, if you're looking for a Findom drain and aspire to be our human wallet, you can escort yourself to our Venmo at Locatora dash radio and drop some donations. It's a self-funded podcast. You're yes, going to, you're going to donate is. directly to the making of. Yes, you are. So hit the Venmo or become a Patreon, a patron on Patreon at patreon.com slash locatora underscore radio. Also, if you want to support some of our friends and also support us by using our affiliate code, you head over to vivecosmetics.com and use affiliate code locatora radio 15 for 15% off of your next purchase from one of our favorite Latina owned makeup brands. And can I just say that the Get matte lippies, the liquid lipsticks are pool proof. They're swim proof. <gasps> I've worn them in the pool. I've dived in. No way. Still have my lippy on. Amazing. Yeah. I'm no. telling y'all, they're everything proof. And you know what I mean? They are yeah. everything proof, including taking a deep dive wherever that may be for you. Okay. <laughs> All terrain. All terrain lippies. Yes. Um, another way that you can support us, Locatora Radio and Locatora Productions, our boutique podcast production house, you can head to ifundwomen.com forward slash projects forward slash Locatora dash productions and donate. Um, as we record, we recently hit $13,515 in contributions. So let's see where we end up by the time this episode comes out. As you know, Latinx people and people in general love podcasts. So do we. We love making podcasts. So we want to make them 
all the time. We want a slate of our own original shows. We want to produce just like we have been doing. If you're a listener, you've probably noticed or realized that we have been acting as a production house for years now, right? Because we do everything ourselves from pen to post. And that's exactly what we want to do on a larger scale. So we want to thank all of our pod friends who have donated incentives like Joy of Build with Joy, Yakari Gabriel, Julio Salgado, Kali Fajardo Onstein, and Joanna of the Unapologetically Street Series. Yeah, we also want to thank our funders. Thus far, we have 178 funders. So thank you so much for contributing to our iPhone Homing campaign, for believing in Locatero Productions, believing in us. And if you are a funder, keep listening each episode and we will thank a new group of funders. So keep listening to this episode to hear your name at the end. So today's episode is our Pride episode. Although Pride is always every day, we don't need a specific month to celebrate Pride or acknowledge Pride. We figure we might as well, especially since, you know, we are bisexual podcast hosts. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we never actually done like a Pride Month episode. So I was like, Mala, we need to give it to the fans. We need to give the episode to our listeners. Yeah. And remind some of y'all in case you have forgotten, or maybe you didn't know because we really haven't done an episode on this, um, is on our own queer identity and just uh, overall history on pride, where pride is today, and some of our favorite queer icons, either current, fictional, maybe who we had crushes on when we were little, all of that. So this is going to be a fun episode. Um, it's going to be, we're going to dive into different topics. So let's get into it. Yeah. You know, we in our, our history as a podcast have never really been able, we, I don't know, it, it hasn't been our thing to keep up with like the months and like the holidays and like the, you know, it, we have a different sort of calendar when it comes to the content that we put out, but I think we're going to try, right. To like do more like themed episodes that have to do with like the time of year, you know, and like these, the heritage months and things like that. Yeah. So, and make it personal, right. And like, and, 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 and make it us. But yeah, I'm excited. Um, I think that I don't always talk as much about my queer identity because I'm not completely and totally out with my family. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to kill my grandma. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, not me. If somebody else would like, if someone else would like to like reveal something about themselves, yeah. like they can do that. I yeah. can wait. I really can. Like, but so we're doing it. Here we yeah. are we're chatting about it because when it comes to like my internet and my art and things like that, I'm much more open. Also because my family could not find my podcast. Like if I literally paid them, like it's been, yeah. it's been years. It's been years. Your, your dad calls we're, it a vlog sometimes. It's you still know? a vlog. It's a vlog. It's a vlog. So, we're chill. We're safe. Yeah. No, but <laughs> I think that that's a good reminder to folks that like, um, sometimes I think we want creators or podcasters to be like super visible about certain things. And sometimes we just can't for lots of reasons. Right. And that's like one reason why I know I've been very conscious of not to like outwardly be like, well, this is a queer podcast. This is a queer led podcast because I know that Mala isn't entirely out to everybody and she doesn't have to be right. And so that's also why we're more selective with the language that we do use, right? And we respect that. And I think that that's an experience that a lot of folks can relate to and they're not out on social media. They're not out to their friends and family yet 
or maybe they are because you know everyone is on the spectrum in some way true oh truly the way that <laughs> again the way that everyone's gay it's fine yeah but, like we can start there but i will say oh my god i don't think i've told you this because i just, it's just so fucking funny dude Tell so me. you know we have we've had many events in the past before the pandemic we've thrown look at live a podcast party we've done pop-ups we've we've done all kinds of things we've hosted events and our families have come to our events and come to our parties and come to our nightlife our parties are always super femme and super queer like they are because that's our fan base and so like you know that's the community so everybody shows up their fabulous selves you know dress the way that they dress and dancing the way that they dance and like loving the way that they love which is like what we love but my <laughs> my family noticed you know they noticed like they noticed <laughs> and at one of our parties it was at the paramount at the last look at the look at thought live a podcast party and then my grandma nacha was grandma like my nacha was there my grandma nacha was there and my mom was there and you know my mom is a little more discreet she's a little more subtle but my grandma's just gonna say whatever she's noticing and whatever's on her mind so my grandma nacha and she'll bring it up sometimes even now and it's been a couple years now she's like oh like aquí hay muchas lesbianas hay muchas lesbianas like you know and then oh habían habían muchas lesbianas habían muchas lesbianas like <laughs> I'm and, screaming. I know. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, there were. <laughs> there were. There literally were. That is an astute observation. Yes. <laughs> Are we connecting dots? Can we right. connect dots now? Or do I need to connect the dots? <laughs> I mean, maybe that was her way of connecting it. Like she's telling you, I know without telling you, because if she's brought it up multiple times, like maybe she's like, I see something here, but I'm I'm going to wait for you to either confirm or deny. And of course, you're not going to do neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because this is how it is. This is how it is. It's like, it's like, oh, so and so came out as gay. And it's like, otra. <laughs> He's like, not you too. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, it's, and this is the thing is like, there's nothing that's like outwardly vindictive or homophobic right. or hateful or hurtful it's just yeah. you know it is what it is right, right. <laughs> and I, think, I know what it is and I like my peace yeah <laughs> me personally I like my peace I was gonna say like of course we don't like want to deal with like homophobia or misogyny or, or any of those things but sometimes it's like meeting people where they're at and, and I think that that's one way we do that right um yeah. And when I think about it, mm -hmm. I really don't talk to my family about my dating life at all, at all, mm -hmm. at all, like in general, like mm -hmm. they don't know when I'm going on dates or who I'm going on dates with. And they really don't ask me. Mm -hmm. And there's much of it is just, again, there's this, this chastity and this, this, this like silence. Yeah around dating and sexuality but there is also the expectation that somehow a husband be right. conjured up <laughs> right right how to find said husband i gotta go out i have to be in the streets dude right. constantly right. actively <laughs> but that's the part yeah. that there's a there's a gap there right a disconnect there's, they don't really want to hear about it you know it kind of makes sense and i don't necessarily want to share because 
if you ask me about who I'm dating today, it's some dude. It's just some fucking dude. They're all just some dude until they become someone important. Right. Right. So why are you going to ask me? Mm -hmm. And then you're going to ask me, oh, well, how was it? Did you have fun? Mm -hmm. Are you going to see them again? What's their name? It's It's too much. It's too much information. So I don't even share about the men. Yeah. Why am I going to share about the women? You know, kind of. That's the space I'm sort of also in just private. No, I completely get that. I, I, yeah, I hear that. I hear that dating when you're surrounded by family, I think is annoying and complicated and hard. And there's, there's like so many layers to it. Right. If you throw in like sexuality um, and the gender uh, and then the, the roles that we are put on us as women, right. And the the gender roles we're expect to fulfill uh, and we have to be home by a certain hour. And it's just a mess. (laughs) It's just a mess all around. (laughs) It is. It really is. And you've been dating and navigating your own queer relationship and sexuality at home, but in a very different way. Yeah. Pretty openly for over 10 years now. Um, And so that has been quite the experience. And um, I have been, I don't like to say I've been out. I'm like, I was forced out. My mom like went through my phone when I was about to turn 16. And so that's how she discovered that I had a girlfriend and it was a whole thing. And so I was definitely not ready to be quote out, but it is what it is. And so that was kind of my trajectory into being out in my, at least with my parents. And so, yeah, it's just been like a journey of dating. And I will say like everyone seriously that I've dated, right. has been very much involved in my family. And so it's, it's definitely, it's the complete opposite. I think of what you shared, right. Where it's like, when I had, you know, my girlfriend from undergrad, um, she was very involved in my family. And so then when there's a breakup, you know, it's like the family breaks up and it's, it sucks and it's awkward. And then you move on and then it's like, Oh, but what about this person? And so, yeah, I definitely think like keeping the separation is important and then not bringing folks around until like you really know, or you're really ready. Um, and so when I started dating my current partner, I like knew like, okay, like if I'm bringing this fool around, like it has to be because he's going to be around for a while. Um, And it had, that's been the case. Um, But I also think that that allowed or forced my parents and I to have a conversation about bisexuality that maybe I wasn't prepared to have when I did start dating said partner uh, almost four years ago now, um, because they were confused. (laughs) They were so confused. I like will never forget when my dad was like, pero yo pensé que te gustaban las chicas. And I was like, yes, that's correct. That's still true. And I was like, se trata más de la persona. That was my response to him. And um, and so then, you know, ever since then, still navigating those conversations. And I like will remind my mom like every now and then, like, I'm not saying I'm going to break up with this person, but if I were to break up with them or if there were to be a breakup, right? Um, I could potentially date a woman in the future. And I need you to be aware of that. Like, it's not just like a switch, you know? And so I think having to confront that biphobia in my extended family, my own internalized biphobia of like not even wanting to be out as a bisexual for years, I refused. I was like, I am a lesbian. 
that is it. I was like, so like not willing to budge on that identity until I literally had to, because I could not deny like that I wanted to explore who I was. And so I spent like my early twenties doing that. And, you know, it's led me to be with a man, <laughs> a cis hetero man, which I think has also made me take a step back a very conscious step back from lots of queer conversations because I am in a perceived hetero relationship. And so that's where I'm at. And I think I've kind of been like playing with that or thinking about that of like, is this just me being like biphobic to myself, like that I'm separating myself from community. And so I think that's why for me, it was important this year that we did do like an episode. Cause I'm like, wait, no, like I deserve to be in community too. Like, doesn't mean I have to bring my man around, but I still deserve like queer friends and queer spaces. Hey, look, amores, we have a quick announcement about our iFundWomen campaign. As you may have heard, we're raising $100,000 to cover the startup costs of Locatora Productions and pay our team. We are well on our way to reaching our goal, but we still need your help to get there. If all of our listeners and one friend donated $5, we would meet our goal well before 90 days. Consider becoming a funder of Locatora Productions and contribute on ifundwomen.com forward slash project forward slash Locatora dash productions. I think also we try to be super conscientious about not like taking up too much space or monetizing or, you know, capitalizing on things that doesn't make sense for us to capitalize on you know like especially just given everything that we've talked about today we don't need to be the face of everything you know that that goes into our lives and personalities um we don't have to create content out of like every facet of our beings but it's all here like it's still here and it still goes into how we choose our guests and how we choose our topics and how we talk about things and who we spend time with like it all is still involved you oh, know totally so yeah I think like it's it's also just us being like conscientious you know yeah I think that we are extremely conscientious and extremely intentional that I think there are times that we do limit ourselves, right? Like even the fact that it took us, what, five seasons to put out our first episode about like being queer, <laughs> you know, and like there's tons of reasons and like we already address, address those in the beginning. But I think like, yeah, sometimes we were very conscientious of the space that we do take up and what kind of lane we want to occupy 
And we don't have to be the ones speaking on things all the time. Instead, we pass the mic. And I think if you're a long time listener, you know that we try to bring guests when we can to discuss all kinds of topics that we can't speak to, but we want to support, we want to uplift that whole thing. And, um, you know, I think that we're like in a really interesting time when it comes to pride because at least pride month, I think now, like as queer people as like, or like a queer community, at least if you're like on the more like progressive, like radical side, um, you see like the way companies have really corporatized off of this month, right? How many companies do you see have their little like rainbow logo for the month, but are still contributing to politicians campaigns that are actively campaigning against like human right, like act that are actively campaigning against the benefit and livelihood of queer folks, right? Bills that are will affect queer and trans people, especially trans women of color. So there's, there's so much there. And I think that that's also another reason. Yeah, totally. 100%. Um, just in the same way, we're also not necessarily even going to center ourselves in Latinx conversations. Right. Like- <laughs> Listen, y'all, we're very aware of the privileges we have. We are. We can always do better in many ways. Um, but I think like, yeah, we we don't like to center ourselves in lots of convos. Yeah, I mean, in like the identity-based yeah. conversation specifically, right? Specifically. Now, I think that, that where we have found our footing is like where our strengths are, which is our creativity and what we do. We podcast, we are producers, we produce podcasts and media and short films and we write and that's where we shine and so that's what we like to talk about and um we like to bring people on the show who are also talking about their creativity and what they do and like their talents and skill sets like they're create you know what are they innovating on and it just so happens that they tend to be women of color of various experiences you know so I feel like that's been our the way that we've yes that's the way that we've we've made space for ourselves is like we just happen to be these people doing this thing and doing it really, really well. Yeah. And I, I think if you relate and you find yourself in it or something in it, that's fucking dope. But we're not elected officials. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the representation stuff, I think is very now like 2016 to us. It's very 2015 to us. It's very, yeah. it's, yeah. what are we doing? You right. know? Um, yeah. yeah. Right. It's not just like Latinas doing podcasting. It's podcasters that are Latinas that are innovating the space, the industry, you know, like it's an addition to who we are. It's not the only thing that we are. And I think that representation politics are a trap, right? And I think it can put us on this pedestal that we don't want to be on. And I love hearing that folks can see themselves in us and there were representation for like, you know, maybe their experiences, but we're not like representations of the entire community. <laughs> you know, no. we never claim to be that and we never will be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. That's Papa's. No, no worries. He agrees. He's like, yeah, this, not this bitch. Don't, <laughs> right. don't put all your hopes and dreams and <laughs> community aspirations on this bitch over here. Right. You know, like we're here to make podcasts. We are here yeah. to make art we are here to tell stories we are here to create media we're here to produce 
Um, and that's what we do. And more and more, it's going to turn into like different types of art, yeah, different types of production and scripted stuff and fictional stuff and mm-hmm. dramas and comedies and weed content. And, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and I want to allow us that space and that totally. freedom, you yes. know? Yes. I think that art should be freedom. It should be freeing. It should be liberating. And, you know, speaking of, I wanted Mm -hmm. to ask you because I can think of like so many people. I wanted to ask you growing up, Mm. did you have, because we are talking about representation, right? Um, Growing up, did you have like a queer crush or like your first like awakening? And like, who is that person that like incited that in you? It can, doesn't have to be like a real person you knew. Like sure, it could sure. be in media, you know, sure. <laughs> you don't have to tell on yourself or anything. Oh, sure, sure. Um, man, this is so interesting because I feel like there were so many like, not only like TV shows, movies, like actresses, but also cartoons. Yes. That growing up, we had so many like, uh, like girl-led, female-led, shows and movies and and you know there was a lot of media just with like girls you know being uh, main characters yeah and obviously loving all of that because girl power and stuff but also loving it because they were hot and cute and I loved them <laughs> you know what I mean so anywhere from like okay this is random but remember I was told by ginger yeah I fucking loved ginger <laughs> That is so cute. <laughs> but also like, you know, um, Lilo and Stitch, Lilo's sister. Yes. Oh Lonnie? La- what's her name? I think so. So hot. So fine. I had not thought about that, but you're right. Atlantis. Atlantis. Yes. The the woman. The beautiful. Yes, yes. Whoever she, whatever her name was. Yes. I mean, there's... I, I, it's going to be a lot of cartoons to begin with. So okay. <laughs> yeah, a lot of cartoons. There's so many. But also, I mean, oh my God, I feel like I loved, who else did I love? Well, there were also, I feel like there was also like, you know, I grew up also watching like The Birdcage and like Tu Wong Fu. And so not just like queer icons that I had crushes on, but like also like, I was watching and enjoying like queer movies, Mm. you know, um, with my mom and also watching like Turner classic movies. There's like, you know, so that was also fun for me. I enjoyed that. So I knew that I had an appreciation for queerness as far as like, okay, the movies, the drag, the storylines, like everything is wonderful, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but then I think it wasn't until later that I was like, oh, but I also uh, am queer (laughs) (laughs) because I also don't just like these girls and these women. Like, I think they're like awesome and I want to date them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that that was my, yeah. I think being a queer woman is like a constant question of like, do I want to be you or do I want to date you? you know, and I like constantly, well, not constantly, but I have found myself asking myself that, you know, over the years, like, am I attracted to this person or do I want to be them? You know? Um, Cause sometimes there's, there's something that like captivates you right about someone. Um, and so you're asking yourself that question. Exactly. Uh, Miranda from Lizzie McGuire. Yep. Do I just really relate to Miranda? 
Or do I think Miranda is like so cute and cool? And do I want to hold her hand? You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of cartoons, um, Megra from Hercules. Yes. She was a baddie. She was a baddie. She was a baddie. She was a baddie. Also in, um, uh, is it the Emperor's New Groove? There's like a really cute character who wears like she has long hair she has bangs like yes. blunt cut oh, bangs yes, 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 wears yes. like a cute little two-piece outfit real curvy it's a south american cartoon is that the emperor's new groove or is that atlantis are they both in the same movie the girl in the blue <laughs> who's from the from atlantis and then there's like no 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 in atlantis there was another cute one who was yeah. like the sassy Latina, but yes. she wore a little hat. She had short hair. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She was like an engineer. She was also hot. She was also super cute. Also loved her. So there's, there was... There's so many. <laughs> no, but there's... I think... I want to say if it's not the Emperor... The Road to El Dorado. She was in yes, the Road to El Dorado. That's the one I was thinking. The Road to El Dorado. Got it. Yes. Got it. Yes. Got it. She had the blunt bangs and she had her cute little like... She had like a two-piece. Yes yes but see all these cartoon hotties. girls these hotties I end up emulate I ended up I end up emulating them I think in my in my style and how oh, I yeah. dress For so sure. it, it goes back to do I want to be them <laughs> or do I want to date them I become them but I still want to date them both yes both. I want to date myself when people ask me what's your type I say bad bitches I'm like girls I look like me yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. it was so funny because somebody was like so when are you and Mala gonna start dating and my response was no, I'm too small for Mala. That You're was little, my response. You are not, petite. Not, 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 <laughs> we're friends, we're business partners. She's my homegirl. She's my sister. No, I'm t- I'm not her type. <laughs> That's very funny, right? I will say this. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> we are a purely platonic friendship. Totally, we just totally platonic. truly are. We just truly, are. Truly, truly. As much as people want to make it happen. It's not going to happen. It's not the case, y'all. It's not. <laughs> but we will live in the fantasy. Yes, we will. We'll yes, deliver we will. the fantasy because we're artists. We can yes. deliver a fantasy. You know, yes. we know what you guys are thinking. We know what you guys, we know. You don't think we know? <laughs> yes, it's true. We do know. We do know. Well, everybody, on that note, we just want to remind you, support your favorite queer, trans, QPOC creators all year round, not just Pride Month. And remember that Pride started as a political uprising in 1969. Um, and it was a resistance. It was an act of resistance. And so, you know, just re- it's important that we remember our history, our queer history, and that we're rooted in that. And we also archive what we're doing, our work, because yeah. while we have lost a lot of our queer ancestors, for many different reasons, one being the AIDS pandemic, now endemic, there was, things have gotten lost. And so it's really important that we archive, that we document, and that we show people that we were here. And their queer elders exist, you know, also want to remind folks, Miss Major, she was a prominent activist of that time as well. And she recently had a baby. She's like, with her partner, and she's in her late 70s. And she's like, literally, walking history so like remember to uplift queer trans folks all year round and also pay respect to your elders they've been doing it for a lot longer than we have and that a lot of us have so 
on that note, happy Pride Month. Let's do this shit all year round. Yes, happy Pride. And even, I, I don't know if, if Bambi Salcedo identifies as an elder or if she would be mad if we labeled her that, but I think <laughs> that she's a queer elder. You know, there's a lot. There's a quite there's a, a few who are very, and who are, and who are very active and like online, yeah. who are, are, you know, out there and visible. Yeah, maybe like a contemporary, like I think of Raquel Willis as like a contemporary, like activist. Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. is like, she, I, someone I see as like, will be an elder, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, ja I think of Janet Mock, Laverne uh, Cox. Yeah. Our dear friend. Entire cast of Pose. <laughs> entire cast of Pose. I mean, our dear friends at the Cumbiaton Collective, now that we're talking about peers and contemporaries, yes. you know? All the folks at the Cumiaton Collective, and um, we've had Julio Salgado on the podcast. We will have DJ Sizzle Fantastic on the podcast. We actually, mm -hmm. surprise, surprise, just wrapped up an interview with Sizzle. Mm -hmm. So you can expect to hear that in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mean, just go through the Locatora canon and you will find all of our contemporaries. Yes. Um, there are some queer elders that I've been wanting to interview for a while now. And so, you know, hopefully that's something we can work on this season, if not for its own project as well, because documentation, archival work is really important to us. And that's that's one way that we can make sure that yeah. folks remember we were here. Yeah. Oh, Bay Davis recently had a write up in the LA yes. Times, like a front yes, pager. Yes, yes. It looked like Shout with a out. humongous picture. Shout out Bay Davis. Shout out Bay Davis, who is glowing and killing it all over the place. So yeah, it's been, you know, it's been a weird Pride Month just because of what's going on in the world and globally. Um, there's been a lot of interesting chatter about Pride Month online and about kink mm -hmm. and kink at pride and the kink whole thing. pride speaking of queer yeah. ancestors there's so much that we have learned from the kink community and you need to put respect on their names okay yeah where would we be without kink where would i be without kink <laughs> <laughs> we love kink well, we are kinky you yeah. know what i mean so I mean, something that I learned this month um, because of this conversation of no kink at pride was that it was folks in the kink community that did a lot of the caregiving for folks that were living with HIV and AIDS. So not only do they deserve respect, but they are literally fundamental. That community specifically is like fundamental and an important integral part of our community history. Uh, and so if you're new to queer history, like start with your basics, like everybody's got to learn somewhere. Um, but just remember where we've been and like it helps us to shape where we're going. Facts, 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 facts. Especially as we see history really does repeat itself. And especially when it comes to things like policy and human rights, mm -hmm. because at any given moment, they, and you know the they, you know who mm -hmm. the they is, they are actively constantly trying to dismantle and undo all of our civil rights oh yeah um and bodily autonomy and ownership of ourselves and our decisions as women as latinx people as queer people as people of color all of the above the whole thing right so just as people and if we know like how it's worked before and why we're at where we're at, we can also like see the signs and see when they're doing it again and mm -hmm. see when they're they're actively trying 
to fuck shit up even more than it already is. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. This has been a lovely, lovely episode. I think we have some thank yous, right? That we yes. have to, to give out to our funders. Absolutely. So before we go, we want to thank Ana Ordonez, Gabriela C., Alexandra Cerda, Vanessa Thompson, Jasmine, Brian, Juliana, Samantha, Irene Lopez, Samantha Carcamo, and Amaya. Thank you so much for contributing to our campaign for believing in locatora productions we could not do this without you this has been another episode make sure that you comment you rate you share give us a like give us a follow you know the drill besitos besitos A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Fem. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.